Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dave Claffey. Dave, are you ready to do this? Oh, yeah, George. Let's roll. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Dave is a marketing and communications expert, currently serving as head of communications at Earnin, a company that allows anyone with a job and a bank account to get paid the minute they leave work. He's worked with familiar names like Amazon and Airbnb and is passionate about disruptive technologies and uh, and financial technology. I'm excited to have you on. Dave, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, George, thanks for having me. I love the show, and uh, it's really an honor to, to be here with you. Um, you know, for me, it's I have been ingri- integrated into the startup community for our, for the last several years. Um, really love it. And, and what I love the most about it is kind of the chaos, the ability to build something from the ground up, and, and you really don't know which way it's going to go. Um, you know, I, you mentioned some of the bigger names there. Um, when when I was working with Airbnb in particular, they they're 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 the king of unicorns right now uh, for sure. But I had a chance to to talk with a lot of their leadership and and folks who had been there since the beginning and the vision that they have on on where they want to go as a company and where they see different products impacting people's lives was really inspiring to me. Um, so I was I was working at an agency, Airbnb, Amazon, Facebook were were some of my clients, but I really had the drive to get back into the startup world uh, and and particularly financial uh, startup because I think, you know, is money makes the world work and getting access to the opportunities that, that folks have, I thought was super important. So after I left the agency, I went to a, a startup called Realty Shares, which is real estate crowdfunding. And I was really excited about the Jobs Act. The Jobs Act was a, a bipartisan uh, bill passed in 2012 that opened up crowdfunding to equity investing. Um, so you had Kickstarter, you had GoFundMe, and those are great. If you gave $100, you'd get a t-shirt and, and everyone goes home happy. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. Um, you know, there are some products that I like, but if I'm going to invest, I want a piece of that company. And, and that's what the Jobs Act eventually allowed uh, folks to do. Uh, real estate was one of the first areas it took off because with real estate, you have a tangible asset. If you invest in, in someone who's fixing and flipping a home, and, and it goes belly up, at least there's still that home there that uh, whoever has the lien on it can repossess and and uh, hopefully the investors get some sort of protection in that. So real estate crowdfunding really took off. Realty Shares was at the forefront of that. So I hopped on there early and uh, led communications for, for a while and it was a great experience. Um, so I did that for about two years, and really, at the end of the day, we were helping wealthy people get more wealthy. Um, and it, it, it's it's great to to be an innovator in an industry. But I thought, you know, what I really liked about the Jobs Act was allowing regular people to get access to these right. opportunities. Right. Um, so I lucked out. I found a, a great company called Earnin, um, and you know, as you said. It, we give folks access to their pay early. So if you uh, are paid on a biweekly schedule um, and your pay doesn't come till Friday, but you really need some cash on a, on a Monday, um, if you're 
signed up in our app, if you if we verified your employment, we will give you access to up to $100 a day um, so that you can pay your your parking tickets, your 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 electric bill, or whatever you need to do. Uh, don't incur late fees. Don't incur overdraft fees. And and when your paycheck comes in on Friday, we'll just debit that out. So I thought it was a really innovative uh, idea. It's something that not a lot of folks are doing beyond, um, you know, predatory practices. And uh, you know, it, it was it kind of mixed the, the the financial technology piece that I loved with the community and helping folks piece that I love. Um, so that's why I'm here. Very cool. And I, I do think that, uh, it's super interesting. I, I, before, before we got connected, I had not heard of Earnin and, um, I'd never really thought about why it is that people get paid every two weeks. Um, and especially in today's world when technology is moving so quickly, why we still only get paid every two weeks. So that's certainly been an interesting thing. And I think that we're definitely cut from the same cloth that I think that there's immense value in helping anybody, but in helping affluent people get a higher rate of return, there's value in that. But for me, I'm more interested in helping regular people like myself become more financially successful and become happier and, and, and lead better lives. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Um, well, I'd love to just talk a little bit about how you think that uh, that we can continue making financial systems work better for the masses, but also just get a, a general analysis or your take on the American financial system, which is a, a big question I just asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I think first we have to understand the problem, and I don't think folks understand the scale of the problem. Um, Career Builder just put out a great survey that 78% of full-time workers say they live paycheck to paycheck, wow. and that's up. And that's up from last year, and 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 that doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're living in poverty. It just means that typically you have you don't have an emergency fund, or your emergency fund is, is lacking. So when a financial shock happens, um, you're you're not really in a position to to deal with it. And I think I think financial shocks are the the really the biggest detriment to to financial health. Uh, you could you could be well budgeted, you could be frugal, but if an unexpected expense comes in. And, and sets you back. Um, you know, everyone's going to have unexpected expenses. You sure. can expect unexpected expenses. Um, but if you're so unprepared that you're taking on overdraft fees and late fees, um, that, that that's a real problem. Uh, right now, Americans are racking up over fifty billion dollars in late and overdraft fees. So it, it, it's a pretty significant problem and and I know you know your audience is, is a little bit more knowledgeable you're you're focused on investing you're focused on a, a few other things but that makes your audience the, the folks that people turn to if 80% of folks are living paycheck to paycheck that you, four out of five people that you know are, are probably struggling with this right um so yeah and 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 to get back to the the original question you know Corporate America and the financial system is is really designed to profit at this point. Um, you know, they they, they want to be they they want to have a model so that they are protected in every step of the process, and that's sort of where the overdraft fees come from. You know, many years ago. Overdraft fees could be warranted, right? There is a very analog process by which checks were cleared and, and, and balances were verified. In the digital world right now, 
there's very little excuse for things like that, but they persist because banks can profit off of them. Um, so what we tr- what we tried to do, and our founder I think was uh, really visionary when putting this together, was our company does not provide loans, and I think that's the most important part of it. it there's no loans. There's no interest fees. There's there's no subscription fees. Um, we were based off of a tip model. So if you uh, verify your employer with us, you take out a hundred dollars. Um, we you can then after you cash out, pay back is is as much as you see fit. So you still have to pay back the hundred dollars. But if you want to leave a tip to the company that is then paid forward to the next person who needs cash, that's how we operate. And I think it's really great. Uh, for our company because it, it it makes our priority the customer. Our job is to satisfy the community and to fill the holes in our product that matter most to them. Um, and it's a different way, and it, it's certainly in Silicon Valley, something that I really don't see, uh, but it's a different way to approach building a business. And I think it's worked incredibly well because uh, the community that has grown up around us uh, trusts us and, and appreciates the the ability to really dictate the growth of the company. I think that's really, really, really exciting. Um, it made me think about Patreon and how that's grown mm-hmm. in popularity. At least I assume it has. I haven't dug too deep into it, but I know that certainly a lot of creators, folks who do podcasts or whatever it might be, um, don't like to sell ads. So they just rely on Patreon and people aren't familiar with that. It's essentially the tip model, right? Mm -hmm. People are just giving somebody that they appreciate um, money. So um, I think that that's, that that, that's really an exciting thing. I wanted to circle back on the, the 50, $50 billion in late and overdraft fees. That's probably a number that I should be more aware of. Is that annually or is that over? That is annually, um, and and I will I'll have uh, I'll send you uh, the white paper that we did around it um, after the podcast. You can post it on on the landing page if you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, it it's pretty substantial. Uh, late fees especially, um, and it, it it's really unnecessary. I, I I mean, in some cases it is necessary, but um, you know, if it, I'm of the opinion that if you're working full time you should be able to cover your expenses. And if, if that's not happening, then your employer or the financial system or the government is just not doing enough to, to protect the everyday American worker. Yeah, I think that, I think that that's a fair statement. We are uh, in a time where, I don't know the best way to describe it, but big financial companies are probably struggling in a lot of capacity and I don't have a judgment on that one way or another. I, I, I don't feel bad for them necessarily with, <laughs> with enormous legacy costs. So when you have robo-advisors ro- robo who are in index funds that are dramatically driving down the cost of investing for the average person, um, a lot of these big companies are probably having a hard time adjusting to that. And I would have to assume that we're going to see a lot of these late and overdraft fees be a thing of the past, hopefully sooner rather than later. What do you think government's role in all of this is? 
Well, you know, there, there's a, a couple of things that have popped up recently. Uh, Senator, Senator Gillibrand has talked about using the post office to, to serve underbanked folks. Um, the Office of the Comptroller is asking larger banks to step in and, and start offering, um, you know, products that are similar to payday lenders. Um, you know, it, it, and we also look at the minimum wage, right? There's communities like San Francisco and Seattle that are playing with the minimum wage and, and, and raising it. And hoping to see the type of results that they need, um, you know, it, it, it's a good question. It, it, it's it, it's difficult for for me in my position to say the government needs to do X, Y, and Z. I think um, I think the challenge is that this is such a big problem, and there's a lot of little solutions popping up everywhere and no one's really taking the time to bring all of these people in a room together, create almost a task force to figure this out, and and get. America back on the the right financial track. And and you actually, you mentioned legacy costs as well um, for these big banks. I think, you know, that that is absolutely a huge factor. But you look at at Citibank, for example, they have spent more money investing in fintech than all of the VC investments combined last year. Um, so, so these legacy costs that are built in um, are should be going away because to, to do something like we're doing uh, completely digitally, completely through a smartphone app is not that hard to do. Um, you just need the, the vision and the, the, the motivation to try to change people's lives and it can be done. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. So the, the vision, the motivation, so you, you get the tech built. I mean, I think it's fascinating because you're essentially, you are loaning people money and there's there, there's a little bit of a float there and I know that it's not a loan um, because you're not charging any origination fee you're not charging any interest rate but you can't go from no users to a thousand users immediately or per- perhaps you could I mean you had to have some upfront capital I don't know if you can walk me through that process or how you actually got started yeah. So the company actually started, uh, our founder was the CEO of another financial services company. Um, and a couple of employees approached him asking for a, a pay advance. Um, and, you know, he was their, their boss. He was able to do it. He, he was, but he was a little concerned because he thought he, he was paying these employees fairly well. Um, but it was for little financial shocks here and there. Um, so he did that, left the company a few years later different employees are still asking him for cash advances because uh, the process had been so smooth before and he was doing it. Um, but because he didn't work at the company anymore, he had to set up a way of, to verify their employment. Um, so he, he did that manually for a time, then built a, a, a small platform to do it. Uh, and soon he found that not only were his former employees using this, but their family and friends and folks he didn't know were using this little platform that he put together. So initially, a lot of the early capital was from him. Um, Really took off, started, you know, the the idea started growing. He got some some seed funding. Uh, We actually now have just closed our Series B round. Um, Invest, one of the key investors was Andreessen Horowitz. Congratulations. Um, 
So, thank you, man. Um, so yeah, so right now, right, we have a, a good chunk of VC funding to scale, uh, to get this to the point where, um, you know, we're large enough that we're sustainable, self-sufficient, uh, completely supported by our community. Nice. And for people who are listening, are there, is there like a, a list of companies that are pre-approved for lack of a better term? Ooh, so good question. Right now, we we work directly with the customers, the, the consumers. We don't. We do have some partnerships with uh, companies, like uh, we've worked closely with Uber, Sears, and a few others. But really, our our focus isn't is to giving the customer uh, access to this. So it doesn't matter what company you work for, as long as you have um, a regular pay cycle that is direct deposited into your account. And I think 96% of Americans get direct deposit now, so it's a very, very low bar. Um, as long as we can verify that that um, ongoing income, then you can use our services. Got it, nice, okay. As as I just asked that question, I was thinking that it's such a shame when people are forced to withdraw money from a retirement account um, and sometimes are, are assessed taxes and, and, and penalties, and this could certainly be a, a good way to avoid having to do that. So awesome solution for so many different people. Absolutely. Well, Dave, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Ooh, all right. Difference making tip is leave your job immediately. Well, maybe not immediately, but, um, you know, few employers, I feel, ha have your career and your best interests in mind. Um, so when we're talking about budgeting and financial health, you know, the output's very important, but also the input. Um, you really need to assess the opportunity for upward mobility in your own job. And if it's not there, then start figuring out how you can leverage your experience. Uh, the way I approach each job is it's an opportunity to learn. It's to learn career skills. It's to gain experience. It's to do something that you wouldn't have been be able to do uh, at another job. And I think it works regardless of where you are. You could be the, the maybe not the CEO, but uh, you know a C something all the way down to an entry level worker at at a Walmart or a Target, right? Um, constantly leverage uh, the, the, the position that you're in, the pay you have, the experience that you have, and move up because no one's going to be a bigger advocate for you in your career than yourself. I think that that is the truth and that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So, Dave, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and Ernan? Yeah, so Ernan, come to Ernan.com, E-A-R-N-I-N. Um, we're on social media. Um, me personally, it's Orlando Claffy uh, on Instagram and Twitter. For Ernan, it's Ernan underscore official. And we'd love to hear from you. We have so many great customer stories on our, our Twitter feed. Um, folks who uh, really, their lives have been greatly improved by having access to their own money. And I think that that's a great mission to have. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dave your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find them on the interwebs as well as social media, which I will list all those locations in the notes of the show as well as the white paper that Dave referenced. Thank you again, Dave. Awesome, man. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.
What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!